Hello everyone and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I uh, have successfully completed the Concealed Carry Fundamentals class. Uh, interesting, and I, I'm, I guess I'm ready to report back on it. I've been telling Casey about it. Um, tonight was the night where we actually went into the range and fired our weapons at targets. Um, I will say that they already had our certificates printed and ready to go before we did that part, as far as I'm aware. It wasn't something you could fail. And am I conflicted about that? You know what? Not really. I don't care. I think if you're interested enough to go sign up for the class, it was just people who were, uh, they all seemed nice enough or worried, right? Or neurotic. Um, I had been sitting at a table of a couple nice guys. We had to partner up when we went down into the range. So I did partner up with one of them. We had both been looking at each other and shrugging a lot. So I think that that went a long way. It goes a long way with the Illuminati, if you know what I mean. And at one point, he was like, what are you shooting? And I was like, a Glock. And he was like, I've got a HK. And we kind of talked about that. The guy and girl in the stall next to us, because there were several couples. If I had to guess, I would have... I, there were some people that I guess I had not thought of as together. So the class might have been predominantly couples. Um... So I'm glad I didn't bring Casey. I preferred to be a single guy with, with that dude. Because it would have been weird to bring you. Then it becomes a couple's thing. And I was happy to have made the single guys feel more normal. I was happy to balance out the vibes. Vibe check, as we were saying a second ago. You know what I mean? There was that one time that my friends invited me to a World War I movie. And I expressly told Casey like no this is a boys thing and then I went there and they both brought their girlfriends and I was like WTF <laughs> this was a World War I movie I didn't want to do that to these poor guys and I won't you know um, <laughs> they were like the woman at one point because they had us go up one at a time we shared stalls but we alternated so when my partner was up her husband was up and then uh, she was like, oh, we have one, a nearly one-year-old baby. And so my dad bought him a gun. And because he goes away when he's not at home, I want to be able to use it too. And I think that that's probably what a lot of them are in there. I trust that Casey by now knows how to use a gun. And that's what I love about guns, not with safeties. I think the safeties were probably the least safe thing about guns because... It was like voter laws back in the day. You know what I mean? Certain people could not figure out gun safeties. And so they, if they were pointing a gun at you, you could see while they were pointing at you like, oh yeah? And you take it from them. And then you would know, oh, I'm just going to press the safety and now I can shoot them. They didn't even know the safety was on. And that's even a trope in movies. You know? And I think safeties, that was like a thing from my childhood. 
Oh, by the way, I asked, I was like, hey, when I had my concealed carry permit in Georgia, it let me buy guns faster. I could go into the store and show it and I don't need to get a background check because I already have my concealed carry permit. Is that a thing here? And he was like, no. And then also they added a few months ago here where you have to, there's a waiting period after you, uh, you go to buy a gun and then you have to wait and then go back, which could be an exciting little time. I don't, I don't know if that's an appropriate thing to uh, complain about because frankly, I just don't buy guns. Like I'm not in the gun shopping and, you know, place vibe. Um, you know, I told the one guy at the gun counter, I was like, no, dude, I just, I've learned life lessons from other people. And like my dad just bought a Lincoln Continental and it was a whole problem. And, uh, so I'm a less frivolous spender on things I might otherwise buy if I was like, say single, you know? And I think people need to learn from that. And he was just like, oh yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I was like, hey, I'd maybe buy an accessory or something, but they didn't really have crazy accessories. And uh, they had some gun safes that were kind of interesting. And then I looked at one, and it was like 1500 bucks. I was like, that's stupid. They're fleecing people with this. But other ones that were like 150 bucks. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Like one for your car that scans your fingerprint, that's like 150 bucks. That's probably one that's like technically good enough, but not impressive. You know what I mean? Bargain bin gun safe. I remember there was that thing recently with Liberty gun safes that they gave the police the code willy nilly and people like there was big backlash. So I think that's a market where there was recently some outrage. Um, also, yeah, just a weird vibe just to see like this is mostly couples going to be like we want to protect our new baby and like there were, it was a lot of young couples. It was mostly young couples. I reassessed tonight. I didn't count, you know, with the one guy that was an immigrant or non-American or whatever there was, they were our age. I would guess that there were one, I'm going to count them out in my mind, that's that. Because I have to picture them in the room where they sat at the table. And then I've got to picture them later because they moved. So there was that one. And then to the right of them, there was another. And then there were two. There were at least four couples our age. And uh, two couples that were older. A single woman. And then I would say... At least five, but up to seven single men. So that was the demographic. So like 18 people, something like that. Um, yeah, what else is relevant? Oh, I way outshot everybody. And they mentioned, everyone mentioned it because you can see to the lanes to your sides. And then you're also paired up with a stranger. So when you, when you can see from when, where you're waiting... The person at, the, at all the ranges targets, basically. And so I went up and put all of them through the same hole, basically. Whereas everyone else like shot a lot of uh, virtual innocence. That's how we would put that. There's a really funny scene in Super Troopers. It's a classic. I think about all the time. Where they have a bulletproof jockstrap. 
and he shows up and takes his clothes off and he's like, what? They're going to shoot you? And he shows him his target because he's been out there. Ramathorn's been out there testing and he shows him his paper target and he's like, oh, looking good. He's like, what about this one? And, he, and Ramathorn looks back at him and he goes, we don't worry about that one. <laughs> he's like, yes, let's do it. And he shoots him. Team Ramrod, one of the classics. That You know, it happens. Um, anything else about it? I don't know. Yeah, I got my thing. I mean, the, oh, there was a written test that was open book. Everyone made 100, I'm sure. I don't know if they even looked through them. He went over the answers afterwards. And he went to the range. Took turns. There was a long period where you dry fire. So again, all I guess all of this is important stuff that you are like, should it be mandated? Probably not philosophically. I'm not for that. The state mandating anything. But it is... it. It's a matter of good taste, good fashion to should be customary, you know. How about that? Customary isn't mandated, but it should be like, you know, culturally, we all need to know how to own a gun. And I guess if you're getting your concealed carry permit, you more than anyone need to know how to, how to but legally need to, uh, whatever. It was an easy enough thing. I mean, you had to register for it, it takes a while. I And you're fully like, oh yeah, these are all law-abiding citizens. By definition, they're all out there doing it. And I felt similarly to when we did the cottage food course. It's like, yeah, if I ever got an urge to cook and sell things out of my kitchen, I could. Uh, I don't know if I'll execute on that. But when I took the class, it showed me, oh, there's a lot of people in here that are like, I wouldn't eat out of their kitchen if I just met them on the street. Um, it was very easy to pass this test. The bar is pretty low. Maybe it shouldn't even be a bar, it's so low. But having any bar at all, is it worth it? I, yeah, legitimately, probably not because it seemed like no one in there was that interested and it was easy to pass. This seemed like a more enthusiastic group and it was actually hands-on. So I think I will say the handgun course for your concealed carry permit, which is required by the state, is a more stringent, hands-on, safety-critical course and certificate than the food course. The food course was more lax. It was remote. You didn't even have to talk. But there was an exam. They didn't vet you in person whatsoever with that. It was just there was an exam and you didn't have to phone in. You had to phone in for the course. So make of that what you will. I now would assume that there's way more guns, which I guess you should always. But this this makes me be like, oh, way more people are carrying than you'd assume. Way more people would be carrying. Those were all most of these people are types of people I wouldn't have guessed would be carrying. There was like a handful of guys that I'm like, yeah, they could carry like me, like. Yeah, you could carry. I don't think I wouldn't bet that you are. So we didn't take a class portrait or anything. Um. Yeah, cool. We also had a very delicious like Mexicali salad, French fries on it, guacamole, corn. 
That was so good. It was technically a Caesar, but that's why it's Mexicali. Because we added all the other stuff. The beans. That was so good. Um, I almost T-boned somebody because the windshield was foggy. And I just legitimately didn't see that anyone else was at the stop. And I was kind of like, what the fuck? You know, and then I slammed my brake. I was like, oh my God. Maybe they didn't have their headlights on or something. You know what I mean? It just it happened all of a sudden. I was like, that's not like me. How do I not see them? But then it was fine. So It's kind of ironic. <laughs> but I legitimately shot perfectly. So I think everyone else, uh, the, the teachers were like, oh, cool. You know what I mean? I got a secret marksman amongst us. <laughs> I said to Casey, like the one instructor was an army sniper and it would be interesting to go to take a rifle course with someone who would be able to get you shooting better at long range because I, uh, I feel like I've, I can shoot as good as I will ever need to indoors. That's how I feel. But, whatever. Um, yeah, I wouldn't let the average person from that course save me from a hostage situation. That, but they could let me. Is the, that's actually the difference. Take the shot. I trust you. <laughs> Can you imagine? I said to my partner, I, yeah, Casey can. I said, I, I, when I showed it to him, and they were like, oh, you guys can just throw away your targets. We're done with them. Or you can keep it if you want to. I folded mine up, and I put it in my backpack. And I was like, oh, I've got to show this to my partner because I'm trying to like, convince her to let me shoot an apple off her head. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, I wouldn't let you. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, dude, you're a stranger. You just, you just know that I could do it. <laughs> That's not good enough, but Casey knows I'd do it. That's the difference. It's not a matter of could. And I had to chug. The, this is a detail Casey only knows. And the instructor, I had to chug 12 ounces of coffee because they wouldn't let me bring it into the range. And so I was like, here we go. And I just opened it, gulped it down. It was running down my beard and mustache in front of everybody. And then I was like, let's shoot. <laughs> Uh, anyway, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.